Hello friends, welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. Uh, we're your two co-hosts, my name is Steve, and with me as always is Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hello, people. Okay, so uh, this episode we're going to be doing what is personally my favorite kind of episode to do, which is the career deep dive. Um, you know, who have we done in the past? We've done Donald Glover. Who else have we done? I'm trying to remember. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. I don't is that speak to how many episodes we've done, maybe? I think so. I think so. Um, I'm sure someone, I'm sure Paul will tell us which ones we've done. Do Uh, you want to answer this question that some people have had, which is, how do you pick these people? How how do we pick them? I think we just randomly, like, we'll throw out some names, and then if we both are like, yes, we have tons to talk about there, then we'll do it. You know what else? Not necessarily people we, like, are, like, super fans of. Exactly, yeah. Um, Sometimes they are. Sometimes sometimes they're not. Today's episode, we are not, like, super Um, fans, right? Sure. Right? Sure? I'm a fan. I'm not, I mean, I'm a fan. I'm not a super fan. You know? Not like Donald Glover. You know, this isn't like a love fest you know what i mean and the other thing is um i'm also realizing a lot of times when we do deep dives it's someone who is for whatever reason relevant in the moment and we're like oh you know like we're talking about this person or their project and you know maybe we should do a deep dive on them so for example today's deep career deep dive episode is on tom cruise and it's because we were talking about the last Mission Impossible when we're at my brother's place because normally when I'm there I always ask him to put it on in the background because he has a not league you know let's yeah, I'm let's just gonna on. we're gonna move on okay um, <clears throat> so we're gonna talk about Tom Cruise today who has been a staple of our lives since the beginning of our lives right I'm gonna say his IMDb goes I mean, back to 1981, so yes, So sure. you know what? Why don't we start there anyway? I mean, can we just talk about how old he is? He's like 65, he's right? He's 56. Oh, he's 56? Yeah. Yeah, 65, I overshot that way too much. No, it's you're okay. right. No, 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 the 65 number is actually important. I will, because I, that number is for a reason. So okay. we'll come back to, to well, that he says later. he's going to retire? No, just kidding. He's no. never going to retire. He's going to live forever. That's, that's part, so blood. that... That's part of my thing. How much longer can he do this? But that I'm I'm skipping like ten steps there, okay. right? So why don't yeah, why don't we talk about him just in general for a second? Um yeah, he's fifty six years old. My man is fifty six and he's still making action movies. You could make the argument he is I know I've said this about oh, the other one we did was Keanu Reeves. Yes, I had love him. I had him as greatest action star of all time. People gave him some crap about that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Tom Cruise, you could literally make an argument for uh, like the longest reigning action movie star. Sure, I you know? think so. I don't know. You, you could make the argument I there. I guess so, you know? yeah. Um, and so he's, and I think he's the first one where the our last question of the off-screen stuff will be most relevant for him. That There's the most substance there for him. With everyone else, it's like, yeah, nice guy off-screen. Oh, there's like this one meme. Or yeah, there's like these stories about him. But with Tom Cruise, it's like, you could make the argument that, like, the off-screen stuff, for him, there's, like, more stuff there than the on-screen stuff. Especially in the past, what, like, 15 years? Yes. Right? Um, anything else you want to say about Tom Cruise before we get on to our four four deep-dive questions? No, I think we should go for it. Okay, let's do it. Uh, we're going to go through his IMDb timeline yeah. right now. Uh, feel free to, at any point, just talk, you know, saw it, didn't see it, heard about it, loved it, hated it. Okay. Right? Um <clears throat> His first, for whatever reason, the first two, uh, like, uh, movies in his IMDb is uh, Endless Love and Taps. Have you even heard of either of these? No. I think I've heard of Taps. Before our time. Right, So let's move on to The Outsiders. Have you seen The Outsiders? Yes. Okay, good. I have as well. Yeah. Um, I remember that was one of the, like, first movies that was based off of a book that, like, I read. Right. You know? Um, required reading in school. Required reading yeah. school, seventh grade. And I remember very specifically one of the projects was, so in seventh grade, I was, was it, 12? And so the year was 1998. And so I remember one of the projects was like recast, or cast a movie. And I, unbeknownst to me, there so was all... that was a project? Yeah. That's and, pretty cool. And so, no, no, that was, it was like we got to choose one, we could do a traditional book report yeah. Or, like, a spe- whatever, right? And, like, I chose to cast The Outsiders starring, like, 
present day actors. Right. Unbeknownst to me, my teacher was like, you know, there's a movie already. And, you were and just I was like, like, are you kidding me? And then so I watched it. I believe Ralph Macchio is in that. Yeah, there's a lot of famous people like Rob Lowe, Diane Lane, uh, wow. Matt Dillon. Um, oh, sorry, Matt Dillon. Patrick Swayze's in the movie. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, I don't really remember the movie. I still remember that some much. of the some of my cast. Um, but was he like an outlier character? Like, is I he part of the main? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't even really remember him being in the movie when I watched it. He's definitely on the poster, so I know he's like in it, in it. But I don't. But know. is that one of those like retroactive things? No, I I know he plays a main character. I just don't know. Again, we feel I feel very unprepared for this because I should have like looked this up before. But um, do you think that was one of the first things you saw him in? Um, no, I remember very specifically the first thing I saw him in. Is it Top Gun? Top Gun. Okay. Yeah. Did you love Top Gun? Uh, at the time, I loved Top Gun. And even now, I love it in a very different way. It's, like, funny. Yeah. It's, like, I laugh at it more than anything else. And I just love, like, the whole thing with, like, him and Val Kimmer and, uh... Is Noah Wiley? No, not Noah Wiley. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. You know what? ER. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I get them Close confused. Right? Um, so we have The Outsiders. We have Losing... Did you ever watch Risky Business? I have never seen Risky Business. I have to say that I have not... I know of all... I just know... You know that one scene... Work? But I don't know a lot. Of, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of them. You know that one scene where he like, da na 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 na. When the socks. Yeah, with the yeah, saga, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, that's the yeah. only thing I know from Risky Business. But that like is so canonized in like pop culture like moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I only know that I have I I've like wikied it. It's about it's it's got a pretty not like Bad kosher no, no like the the plot. Doesn't he like turn his house into like a whorehouse? I don't remember risky business. Is that his business? Is that the I, risky that's business? That's the risky business. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, all the right moves, legend, and then the first his first. I mean, risky business was like success, and he made a name off that. But Top Gun was like the first time, was like the first movie I saw him in. You know, and I remember as like a kid being like, "This is so cool! I want to be like a jet fighter jet pilot." What do you think about the remake? I'm excited. Okay, I am me excited. Too. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good, good. And I feel like I've heard that the remake, he's not like a main character. It's like, it's like a new class, but he's still he's in, in it. He's in, oh, he's definitely in it, you know, but I think he's like producing and stuff too. Who's in it? I feel like they've been casting it like crazy and like, um, they've been, uh, like releasing those names, but like, I can't. Say that I know. So far, um, it's Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly, Jennifer John Hamm, Ed Harris. Miles Teller. That's right. Miles Teller is one of the new guys. It's Miles Teller and, and someone else. I forget who. But... John Hamm, Ed Harris. So yeah, I mean, we'll see. This is gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. Oh. Um. The Jacksonville guy from The Good Place is in it. Oh, I love him. Manny Jacinto. Yeah, Manny yes, Jacinto yes, is in yes. this. Oh my okay. gosh, that's crazy. Um, let's move on to Rain Man. Have you seen Rain Man? Um, I've never seen it in its entirety. Okay. I've seen parts of it. Rain um, Man is a Oh wait, we're we, we're skipping. We're skipping. Oh wait, why? Um The Color of Money and Cocktail. Oh, okay. Honestly, I don't care. We're, Do you care? I I love Color of Money. What is Color of Money? It's the sequel to um, The Hustler. I believe that's what's called. A Paul Newman movie. Paul. He's in the movie with Paul Newman. It's a sequel. It's like a 20-year-later sequel. Okay. You know? Um, and it's like Shooting Pool. Mm-hmm. And so I was super into Shooting Pool when I was in high school, so I remember watching that. Um, Cocktail, I didn't watch, but I've seen like clips of it. And a lot of these movies, specifically like Cocktail and Top Gun... Like, at the time, it was, like, cool, I guess, but then, like, they've aged so badly. But they've aged so badly that they've aged well in that, like, it's not like I'm just cringing, but it's, like, funny. Like, Cocktail has this scene where, like, he's, like, a bartender, and he, like, jumps up on, like, the bar, and, like, the music stops, and everyone's listening to him. It's, like, I'm, like, no, that would, if you do that, the, the, even if you're, like, the bartender there, like, the bouncer's just gonna tackle you. And no one's even going to pay attention to you anyway. Everyone's doing their own thing. Like, that's, that just doesn't happen, you know? Um, 
So I feel like this is kind of like the breeding ground for, or this is where like the soil was super fertile for Tom Cruise to become like a like a bona fide movie star. Okay, you know what I mean. You yeah. have you have Risky Business, then you have Top Gun, Color of Money, Cocktail, and now we get to to Rain Man, yes. which is like the his like foray into like would you call it like Oscar baiting? A little bit, but when you really think about it, he hasn't. In his 20-year career, he's only been nominated for an Oscar three times. Interesting. Oh, quote-unquote only, right? Like, no, that's a lot of times. That is but, a lot, yeah. But um, considering, especially, like, before he started making, like, all the Mission Impossibles, like, uh, or became a bonafide, like, action star, mm-hmm. like, he's been in some really interesting movies. Yes. So I, I sometimes I am surprised that... He's only gotten three nominations, so one one of which was for Rain Man. Mm-hmm. Um, although I feel like when people think about Rain Man, they don't think about, about him because he really is the straight foil to Justin Hoffman's right. performance. Um, but it, I really, really like Rain Man. Um, once again, I don't know that I can. Exactly, tell you what it was about. So I, 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 like I, yeah, I haven't watched it a ton. You know what I mean? It's one of those movies where like watched it, enjoyed it, but it didn't like stick with me. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's there's Rain Man, and Dustin Hoffman won the. Um, he won supporting, right? No, he won best actor. Oh, he won best actor for the role for oh, Rain Man. Um, but. I don't know that Tom... You know what? I'm, like, so confused. I don't know if Tom Cruise was even nominated for this. Which is really interesting if you think about it because mm-hmm. they're equally billed. They're equally, like, the... It's 1A, 1B. Yes. And, um, yeah. So I could be wrong. Hold on. I'm going to fact check myself. That's all right. I, I, while you do that, I'll, I'll go on with the, the rest of the IMDb, right? Which is, next is Born on the Fourth of July, Days of Thunder... Far and away, and then he has. Let me count this: one, two, three, four, five, six. He's got this six-movie run that is really impressive, right? It starts with A Few Good Men, The Firm, Interview with the Vampire, Mission Impossible, Jerry Maguire, Eyes Wide Shut. That is in that's six movies in seven years. That is that's disgusting. Yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah, it's like he does a movie per year, but they're all quality. They're, and they're all really good. Um, I guess we can talk about this when we get to his personal life, but like the days of Thunder Far and Away and are the year, formative years where he, like, he met Nicole Kidman, right. started a relationship with her. Um, out of all the movies that you just named, um, like for me, Jerry Maguire is kind of his peak. Whoa! This is is pre-action, like, him being somebody who jumps out of airplanes and stuff. You know, I I forgot another movie in 1990. It's seven movies in in seven years, which is, the next one is Magnolia. Yeah, and that's the movie he's been nominated for. Right. So it was Born on the Fourth of July, Jerry Maguire, and Magnolia. So 1999 is the last time he was nominated for an Oscar, but I think it coincides with... um, with him, like, it coincides with him kind of taking this turn into, I'm going to do action movies. This is what I like doing. Yeah. This is where I make my money. Question. question. Yeah. Do you think it is what he likes doing, or is that the only thing he has left? Well, if that's the only thing he has left, that's a very interesting path to take for two reasons. One, he's 56 age, and right. can't do it much longer. And two, he's built the Scientology whole brand up. around it yeah. now at this point. Yeah. So like <clears throat> that to me would be really sad if he actually doesn't enjoy like all the stunts and like throwing himself out the windows because like that's what he's built his career on for the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So why don't we finish the IMDb and then we'll come back to this this because I think you and I want to kind of park. Okay. Our car here in this, right? So, yeah. So, yeah, it was Few Good Men, Firm, Interview with the Vampire, Mission Possible, Jerry Maguire, Eyes Wide Shut, Magnolia. Just an impossibly great string of movies. Seven movies in seven years, right? Then he does uh, Mission Impossible 2, 
And then there's some more Oscar Beatty films here. We have Vanilla Sky, Minority Report, The Last Samurai, Collateral, War of the Worlds. And now we start like action movie Tom Cruise, which is Mission Impossible 3, uh, Lions for Lambs. Tropic Lions Thunder. Lions for Lambs is one of those Oscar Beatty movies yes. that wanted an Oscar. And so bad. One because it was so bad. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and um, he took a supporting role in that movie. And I think that's kind of like a, a gamble that a lot of these people take to... Just to get just one. To see, yeah. you know? Um Then we have Tropic Thunder, Valkyrie, Night and Day, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Rock of Ages. I totally forgot he was in Rock of Ages. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I mean, not that he, I forgot. Not that I knew about the movie, and but forgot his part in Is it. Is it a musical? Does he sing? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's Jack Reacher, uh, Oblivion, Edge of Tomorrow, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, The Mummy, American Made, and then Mission Impossible, Fallout. Okay, so we are now at 2018. That is that is wild. Okay, um, why don't we do the next question, which was, was their peak in the beginning, middle, or the end of their career? And part of this is our personal favorite performances, and are they on the Mount Rushmore of anything, right? <clears throat> you said your favorite performance of his is Jerry Maguire. You stand by that? I stand by this. You stand, really? Yeah. My, my you know what? I 1996 was a great year for him because I'm going to say my favorite performance actually is it's in the same year it's the first mission impossible interesting and for me it's because well actually no i'd like to hear yours first so jerry Maguire, like is that like your favorite tom cruise movie that's your favorite performance you think that's when he's at the peak of his powers like what about that resonates with you most like the jerry Maguire tom cruise I don't know if this is my favorite Tom Cruise performance. I liked him in Edge of Tomorrow. I liked him in Mission Impossible. I like him in the Mission Impossible movies. I think he's a great Ethan Hunt and that guy who like just seems crazy, but like yeah. you know, you root for this crazy guy who's just trying to do what's right for yeah, uh, yeah. and but is wired to be crazy, you know? Um, I think that for someone as good looking as him, um, and someone who I think exudes that movie star uh, charisma that I don't think a lot of... When you think of, like, all-American movie star, like, I think of, like, Julia Roberts. Um, and then I think of some of the older stars, like Paul Newman. Um, and then Tom Cruise is, like, up there for me because I do think, you know, in his very, like... He's not, like, 5'11", but he has a presence on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for someone like that, he hasn't been in a lot of, like, and again, Jerry Maguire is not a romantic comedy. It's about so many different things. Right, right. But it's There the are romantic closest, comedy elements, it's but it's the not. the closest he gets, I think, I feel like, to a rom-com. And that's not why I like the performance, because, like, obvious and biased towards, like, romantic comedies, because, like, that's the stuff that I watch. Um... But in that movie alone, I felt like he was able to play so many notes um, that it was just such a good showcase of his, like, his skills as an actor. So, like, you have the seriousness, you have the romantic parts, his, he has comedic timing, he reeks of desperation in most of Jerry Maguire, yeah. and, like, just this code switching of all of those things in one movie um and you he makes it believable and then i would also argue like all of the people around him who are so good in that movie everybody from cuba gooding jr who ended up winning the Oscar for supporting actor to renee zellweger i feel like this put her on the map to even that little kid like all of their performances shine but it's rooted in like their interactions with him. with him and so there's so many stories of how generous and nice he is as a person and like I, I do feel like I do feel like he is good to like he's probably a really generous like scene partner and actor and um, and I think it, it, it can, that can go a lot um, especially when you're watching something on screen uh, so I yeah I think I stand by my 
um, Jerry Maguire. Um, it's not then, a bad pick. No, and then yeah. it's also like, you know, like all of the action stuff, like it does start to blend after a while. You know, like the Mission Impossible. It's just like one giant. Jack Reacher. Even the Mummy, which I think nobody really saw, um, it it can kind of be the same sort of thing that he does over and over again. And so I just really, really want him to like go back to this. Um, I don't know if he's able to like find roles like this. I mean, I I think that <clears throat> I don't think the only way to go back to that is for us to go back and watch those movies. Yeah, I think you know I think that ship has sailed. This is just kind of who he is now. Yeah. Um, but for that reason. That's why Mission Impossible, to me, is, like, his peak. Because it's both the end and the beginning of something yeah. for him. Because the first Mission Impossible was nothing like the most recent ones. You know, like, the first Mission Impossible was very much like an espionage. It wasn't an action movie. It was very much like an espionage movie, you know? And it was still, like, um, during that time where he was considered, like a, like a, like a, like a dramatic actor, not just a an action star, yeah. you know. And so it's like the end of that, the, or the tail end of because Magnolia is still three years after this. Yeah, and he you know? was really good in. He's really good in Magnolia, yeah. you know. Um, and he's really good in Jerry Maguire. Yeah. He's really good in Interview with the Vampire. He's yeah. really good in The Firm and A Few Good Men. I think Mission Impossible is is his peak because it's the he's he's laying down the the work, the foundation for what will sustain him for the next 20 years. Yeah. But he's still able to pull off all the things that you said in Jerry Maguire. It's in that same year. He's still able to do all those things. He's got like, you know, he's doing scenes with John Boyd and he's got that tension with, uh, I forget who her name is, but like the female lead or the female actress in, um, in Mission Impossible. I mean, he's hitting all these notes, but still laying down the, the framework for something that will sustain him for, for 20 plus years um and so that's why to me i'm like oh mission impossible that first one that's like i mean he's they're still doing different versions of the scene where he falls with the wire and like barely Mm -hmm. like doesn't hit like so good yeah so that's why to me that's actually um like my peak for him but that's actually not my favorite performance okay what's your favorite performance a few good men okay i you can't handle the truth. I love the scenes. I mean, he's not in a lot of scenes with Jack Nicholson. Um, he's not even in the movie that much. Yeah. But the scenes they have together are so electric, and I feel like Tom Cruise is one of those people or one of those actors where um, he like rises to the occasion. Like I know he's never been, he's never won, and he's only been. I mean, again, we say only nominated three times. Oh, it cool. it yeah. seems only because he's been trying for so long yeah. in so many movies, but but I don't know that he's. That's his thing anymore. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely not anymore. Yeah. I would say the last one was, like, Valkyrie. Yeah. You know? And then after that, he was like, okay, I guess this is just not happening. You I'm know? just going to make a bunch of action movies while I still can. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so, the, A Few Good Men, I remember watching that being like, like, who is this Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, you see it in spurts in his other movies, but that one, I was like, he just the whole time, you know? And so, I think that's my favorite, excuse me. Tom Cruise performance, but I think the peak is is Mission Impossible. Um, do you have him on the Mount Rushmore of anything? I I do, but it's a very out of the box, outside the box answer. What's yours? He's definitely got to be on the Mount Rushmore of like um, like celebrities we gossip about. Okay, that's very interesting. Let's right. get into it. Um, my Mount Rushmore for him is is like American. Hollywood oh, movie stars. Interesting. Not every actor is a movie star. I oh, think oh yeah, movie for sure, star. for sure. Who, you know what? Let I, let's let's do that Mount Rushmore right now. Actually, okay. who's on that list? Julia Roberts. Okay. Tom Cruise. Yeah. The rest haven't been carved out yet in my mind. I, okay, I I, ha- I have some names. You tell okay. me. Okay, because yeah, there's so. four, right? Mount Rushmore. The the premise is four, right? You have Julia Roberts. You have Tom Cruise, right? And I'm on board with. And I haven't thought about this at all, right? I'm just saying names. Will Smith. Yes. Denzel Washington? Yes. 
Why don't you just continue to give me names and like all of them? <laughs> yeah, right. gets okay, okay. So everything. so far we have we have those four, right? Those Denzel and Will Smith are the ones that popped into my head, and then. So tell me, like, we're going to name some more people, and you tell me if any of these get knocked off. Brad Pitt? No. Interesting. George Clooney? No. Oh, you that was a strong no. I I, you guys can't see this, but she, like... I love George Clooney. Yeah, she she did, like, a like a no, and, like, shook her head at that. I would put Brad Pitt over George Clooney really? in terms of screen presence, but I don't think Brad Pitt's there. All right, I got, I got one for you. Yeah. Tom Hanks. <laughs> that's so hard I know because right? who do I knock off who do you knock off right because these are people that could that just by being in a movie right it's like oh you're gonna watch this yeah that one's tough that one's really tough who else do you have on your list while I contemplate this hmm. while I engage the contractors who are going to be building me this Mount Rushmore <laughs> alright let's see we have Julie Roberts we have Tom Cruise Will Smith Denzel, Tom Hanks. Hold on. Yeah. I'm not I'm not an expert on like uh I guess these people would be considered contemporaries because they're still alive and like Okay. Right? Like so I'm not like talking about the Marlon Brandos or the Humphrey Bogarts or the Paul Newmans. Like I can't do that because I'm just not And, and you know what box office my... work box office in Hollywood worked so differently back then. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I was an expert on like older Hollywood films the, and stars, like, that would yeah, be, like, and, Elizabeth Taylor. Like, I, uh, I yeah. can make arguments. And that, and that doesn't really count. We're just talking yeah. about people that... Hollywood is so different now okay. where, you know, now it's, like, a mov- mov- movies come out every yes. weekend. Okay, you know? sorry. I have to knock someone off to put Meryl Streep on there. Oh! So, I don't know who. <laughs> Meryl Streep is, a, is another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, we're up to six now. Yeah. You have to knock two people off. Why do I have to do this right now? <laughs> I mean, what, but here's my thing. Is Tom Cruise one of those people you knock off? No. Really? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Holy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because I think for me, a movie star means, A, a long list of IMDb I'm credits. so sorry. Yeah. I have another name. Who do you Leonardo have? DiCaprio. Uh-huh. Not yet. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow! All the people that we just named, like, he's not there yet. Whoa! Really? It's like the most fun thing to play with Steve because he is so hilarious with his reactions. Um, I would have him above some of these other people. Who? I would have him above... <sighs> definitely above Will Smith. And I would definitely have him above Tom Cruise. I think Meryl Streep and Denzel are 1A, 1B. I, I, you, I, you can convince me in what order. It doesn't matter to me. I think it goes Meryl Streep, Denzel. And then the second... They're, they're like the elite class. Okay, Wilson's off this list. He is, right? Yeah. He is. Yeah. So Denzel, Meryl. Denzel, Meryl. Yep. And then you and I can argue about whether it's... I think Will Smith is last on this list. Tom and Leo. Tom Cruise and Leo. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise. So that means Leo. no Tom Hanks. You'd have Tom Cruise above Tom Hanks. Yeah. <sighs> That's yeah. tough. That's tough. I don't, really tough. I don't know. I'm I don't know. I don't know. All I know is uh, the only two I'm sure of are Denzel and Meryl. Yeah. It's tough because some of these people, like Will Smith, the reason he's off is I can't remember the last time I was like, I'm going to go watch it for Will Smith. And I think Hollywood itself doesn't even work like that anymore and hasn't for a very long time. Um, uh, Will Smith is just, it's an interesting one because I i could argue for his place. I mean, all of these guys all yeah, of, and but, women, like you could argue um, for any of them. He's had a little bit of a weird turn in the past couple of for years. Sure, for you sure. Know, like, why did you make Bright? Why did you make Collateral Beauty? Like, did you have to be in Suicide Squad? What was the one he watched Concussion? What was the one that he made with his son after Earth? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So, So, all right, let's let's. You know what? We'll go back to yeah. Yeah. So you would still put Tom Cruise top four Mm -hmm. in that list? Okay, I would. Okay, I I'm totally cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. Um, I have him on the Mount Rushmore for a celebrity. I think it's like. 
I like yours better because that's my forte. For celebrities we gossip. And about. yours is my forte, but I did not think of that. Right. This is why we compliment each other. Okay. Now, what other celebrities goes on your Mount Rushmore for that category? Um, I think it has to be Brad Pitt, right? And Angelina Jolie or just Brad Pitt? No, no, no. It, it's definitely the combo. It's not him on his own. Yeah. It's definitely the Brangelina. Brangelina, I think I consider them like to be one thing, you know? Um, especially in like it starts with Brad and Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. and then, you know, evolves, devolves, whatever you prefer into Brangelina. So it's like the three of them really I kind of put together. I'm sure they would hate to be. Kind of categorized as one. Brad Pitt is the central person, or is like the one half of either of those stories, and I think it is Brad Pitt. But it's still like, but Brad Pitt doesn't get talked about without either of them, and gets talked about more because of both of them. Aniston on that list by herself. You know what? Okay, well, okay. So it's Brangelina, then Jennifer Aniston by herself. But then the reason she's by herself is because of the two of them anyway. But I wouldn't even put Brangelina on it. Oh, really? Yeah. You know why? Because Jennifer Aniston will forever be known as the sad, lonely... No, no matter how no matter not un- she, yeah. no matter how yeah, untrue that it, that has become. Yeah. All, and I think she loves, okay, okay, okay. loves her Fair. life, lives the best life. But because of the circumstances that have led her to this point... Um, it's never gonna not pull okay. her around. So then let's do okay. So then it's Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah. and I'm. You're done. I I, I would again, make a case for Brangelina. Again, we're not doing this like older like because then you would put like Elizabeth Taylor on like yeah so many scandals. and I and I don't want to put the royal family on there because that's like I too easy. I would put Taylor Swift on that list on that oh. Mount Rushmore. Oh, that's that's interesting. And or Kanye West. We talk about is it that a recency lot. bias? We, we talk about that a lot. Um, is that recency bias though? Maybe. You know. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say we don't have to fill out this Mount Rushmore, but he's definitely on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's We've actually never filled out this Mount Rushmore like for other people. We just got into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I, I, I'm down with him being on the Mount Rushmore. Both. I think this is the first time someone's been on two Mount Rushmores of ours, right? I'm trying to think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Great. Uh, how many... Next question is, how many versions of them are there? How many versions of Tom Cruise are now, there? Now, we're talking strictly about their career. Ooh. Explain. What do you mean? Because there's movie star Tom Cruise, there's actor Tom Cruise, there's action star Tom Cruise, and then there's celebrity Tom Cruise. I like that. Okay. No, no, no. So like, Movie what? star Tom Cruise. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, which I think is the weakest Tom Cruise. Okay. Yeah. No. Mm, no, 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 no. I take that back. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Celebrity Tom Cruise is definitely the biggest Tom Cruise, right? In recent years, yeah, I would say so. Movie star Tom Cruise was big, but like has gone away. He was big in the 80s and 90s. Oh, for sure. I yeah. mean, you could even make, and not just like the nine, like all of the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, action star Tom Cruise has aged the best, but is like not, is like the, is almost like the least but most impressive. It's like most impressive in like what he can do, but least impressive in terms of like, you know, I'm not like, whoa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's movie star Tom Cruise. No, no, we did that one. You said actor Tom Cruise. Yeah. Actor Tom Cruise is, I think, the one I lament for the most. Okay. But his career is, like, not over. That's Plus, true. Like, he still has, like, those... Yeah, and I do yeah. feel like when his body can't handle it anymore... Oh, you think he's going to go back to it? A little bit. Like, I feel like there's... I feel like there's going to be a Tom Cruise renaissance of the acting Ooh, I like, actor kind I like at this, some point. I like this take. Because... The whole, like, mission, like, how many more Mission Impossibles can he do? Yeah. Are there more coming? I would assume so. Okay. But he, but it's so unsustainable, right? Um, yeah. So I think we're going to continue to see producer Tom Cruise, and then I think we're going to see him do maybe smaller parts in very dramatic movies, 
and hone his skin skills that way. Because the man's face doesn't age either. So, like, yeah. he There's may be 75, yeah. but he'll, he can still get away with playing, like, a 50 year old yeah. or whatever. Um, mark my words. I, I, I don't know. I feel like... No, no, I, I like this. I like this take. Yeah. I like this prediction. I don't know. Um, I like this, and, and I'm going to go back to something I mentioned earlier, which is, like, 65. The reason I, I said 65 is not because I actually thought he was 65, because in my mind, I'm like, he can only do this until 65. After that, it, like, physically just should not be possible. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like he shouldn't even... No, I mean, no, he shouldn't do it he now. Should, he should stop now. He should stop now. What but did he I'm, break in the last Mission Impossible? I think it was his sternum. His okay. Or maybe it was his foot. I don't know. But, like, I think, for me, it's like, okay, at some point, it's like, listen, even if you can do it, yeah. you gotta stop. And for me, that age was 65. That's why I said 65 board. Not because I actually think it's 65, because it's in my head where I'm like, once he's 65, like, okay, now you have to, like, this kid, like, the movies aren't even gonna be able to take insurance policies yeah. out anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so there's that. Okay, our last question, which is, this is the one that we alluded to earlier, being like, this is the most wrong. Does their personality slash off-screen life help or hurt how we view them? I, I'm. It, this all starts with Oprah, right? No, it goes For, before Oprah. Really? Yeah. What? Okay, so the Oprah moment that you're talking about for everybody, Tom Cruise has been married three times. First to an actress named Mimi Rogers, right. who actually introduced him to Scientology. Then Did he was married know. for ten years to Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman, and then he was married to Katie Holmes, which was his last marriage. So the Oprah moment is when he was dating Katie, first started dating Katie Holmes, went on Oprah to promote something else, and then freaking jumped on a couch professing his love for her, yeah. and it like... Like, went, went backstage and grabbed her. And it went viral. It would have gone a lot more viral like Today. now yeah. if it was now. But, you know, it went pretty viral for that Even period. back then, yeah. Um, but, no, like, rumors of him, like, his Scientology, um, like, I don't know, his beliefs mm-hmm. um, have been around forever. Uh, there are rumors... There's been a lot of unkind talk about his marriage to Nicole. Yeah. The fact that they filed for divorce just shy of their 10-year anniversary um, really worked out in his favor because in California, like, the law is that you, the wife gets a lot more when after a certain period, and, like, it was just very, like, interesting. There's a lot of talk about, like, his kids being Scientologists, his kids not being able to, like, talk to his wife, Nicole, or his ex-wife. Like, their mom. Yeah, their mom. So, like, there's always been talk about him and Scientology, and then the Oprah thing happened, and then when Katie Holmes ambush divorced him is when it really, like, his whole yeah. Scientology thing um, became a much, 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 much more bigger deal. And then now you have like people like Leah Remini and like yeah. um, that director, Paul Haggis, I think is his name, like who are both defectors um, who kind of talk about like the massively important role Tom Cruise plays um as a Scientology and in the Scientology religion. I mean, he's, like, lobbied for Scientology to become, like, an official religion in Europe. And, like, you know, he credits it for uh, him, like, curing him of dyslexia, which which is a very interesting claim. And then, of course, there's this whole, like, him not believing in, like, psychiatric, like, medicine and, like, psychiatry. Matt Lauer interview, right? Matt Lauer interview, like, when he attacked... Brooke Shields, because she was like, oh, I have postpartum. That's what started the Matt Lauer interview. Right. Um, oh, that's and right. And for a really long time, and and it still follows him around today. And actually, as of this recording, like a day ago, like there were like news reports that like um, one of like a Scientology defector like confirmed all but confirmed the fact that like he's been auditioning girlfriends. Like this kind, these kind of stories like follow him around yeah. all the time. But the more in recent years where Hollywood has become a place where, like, people are almost rebelling against Scientology, um, he's just, he's the face of it. And so it just is not, I don't know. And so for a lot of people, I think they can't watch 
stuff he's in. I think Mission Impossible, the the latest one, did pretty well, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't think that in the long run it hurts his career as long as like he's continuing to do things. But I think I'm gonna take that back, or I'm gonna reframe what I just said. In a true and tried um, franchise like Mission Impossible, I think it's not that hard to make money. It's when he's trying to think outside of the box, do outside of the box things. Is when people that's, don't that's show up good, for him. Yeah, that's so a good take. So in in that sense, Steve, I all of my arguments for Tom Cruise being on Mount Rushmore, if he can't get people to come and watch his movies, then I don't know. Maybe he's not like on the Mount Rushmore of a movie star. Um, so congratulations. Um, <laughs> Tom Hanks, and, Tom Hanks. Hanks and Leo DiCaprio and everybody else I was like meh um, what do you think so what are your thoughts you know I, I it's it, so interesting to me it's the he's the one where like the off screen stuff there are two sides there's the stuff that you you've mentioned and alluded to where like everyone only has the nicest things to say about him personally but he's so closely associated with this thing that people are so against so against you know and the Oprah stuff was like it's gotten to a point where like people don't think of Tom Cruise as nice; they think of him as crazy. Yeah, like they just they just think of him as which is ironic crazy because person. he doesn't think like crazy things exist. Like, exactly, things, that's just a figment of somebody's whatever. Uh, you know, like sometimes it's like I don't know, like it's really I don't know if you watch Leah Remini's Scientology. I watch show. parts of it. It's so interesting to me because I think I'm like fascinated by Scientology and I'm fascinated by people who like um, buy into religions like that. Um, just because like I just don't understand like why anyone would think like buying your way. So a lot of cults operate like this. Right. Like why buying your way up to the top? Like like how you connect that to like any spiritual yeah. um, grounding. Um, how you could believe that. How you can believe something like that. And so while her show isn't about him, you just can't help but think about him because he's like, he's more famous than the actual oh, leader yeah. of oh, Scientology, yeah. right? Um, but then you read about, but then you read about other things where, you know, he's so unsettlingly nice. Yeah. You know, like Dakota Fanning was just like, she, like they worked on a movie War of the Worlds when she was eleven, and she's like in her twenties, and she's like without fail, he sends me a, a gift every single year. Um, did you know that like Jessica Chastain was going to be in a movie with him called Oblivion, and like she got the offer for Zero Dark Thirty, and she really wanted to do Zero Dark Thirty, and he released her from the, that contract because he wanted her to go and do that. And that's the movie that, like, she put her yeah. um, on the map. Um, you know, he just, like, you know he's so generous with people. <sighs> you know he's paved the way for a lot of people in Hollywood. And then there's this whole side of him where it's like he's, quote-unquote, auditioning girlfriends. Um, he's buying into this religion that's robbing people of their money. Yeah. Um, and so then it's just so, like, it's so hard to, like, reconcile the two. Um, there's also a really good article on um, on New York Magazine that was, like, not... That was, like, a couple of years ago, and it was, like, the best place for women in action movies is, like, next to Tom Cruise. Wow. Um, and I think that's true because, like, none of the yeah. females that he co-stars with in, in those movies are sidekicks. Like, you know, like, Rebecca Ferguson's character in Mission Impossible, like, that's a fascinating character. Yeah. Like, Emily Blunt's character Ooh, in Edge of Oh, that's a really um, good one. You know, like, they're not just people yeah. who, like, are there, or women who are there to make his characters look good. They're they're equal parts of the story, and I really believe that, like... Especially he, Emily Blunt. Yeah, and yeah, because especially he has such role. a huge role in, like, producing these roles. Yeah. Um, like it's not a coincidence and it's not unpurposeful, you know? So it's so hard. It's really hard for me to like dislike him completely, but also like him completely. Um, but I give, I just give him a lot of credit for, if we're just looking yep. at his career. Um, 
it's 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 this is definitely the most complicated one so that we've done for this question for sure. Um, yeah, I mean it's not binary. It's not only good or only bad for him. It's it's a it's and it's not even like a little bit of both. It's a lot of both, you know. So it helps in some ways, and other ways it definitely hurts. You know the the auditioning of girl like that's it's so weird. It's so crazy. You know, it's just so crazy. Like, but the thing is, like you believe it, right? You know. So I was gonna say he there, here's another Mount Rushmore that he's on. He's on the Mount Rushmore of like things that I would believe anything about. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, you could tell me anything about Tom Cruise. You're like, okay. You yeah, know, you could tell me great. that he donated his entire fortune to something. Like, oh, he's so nice. You could also tell me that, you know, he was part of this thing in Scientology that has been, like, uh, some, anything about, like, misconduct or, like, taking advantage of people or being opportunists or whatever. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you could tell me that he's trying to learn to, like, uh, swim with dolphins so he can hold his breath for longer than, like, anyone's ever done it for, like, a movie role. Like, Because he's, you can totally see him doing that to prep for a movie. Yeah, exactly. I want to ask another question, though. Go ahead. So, like, um, you know, because you can believe all of those things about him, do you feel like that helps when you are looking at, so whether he's playing a villain or whether he's playing a nice guy, like, because in real life we feel like we can believe almost anything that's written about him because he's proven right, to be right. all of these things. Right. Like I feel like in that case, like it almost even helps sell a little bit, sell any type of character that yeah. he's about to play a little bit. Um, which is very interesting, right? Because you want to be able to separate the characters and the it's so hard with him acting right? with from real life person, but like I feel like he almost leans into. Like, all of the things that you think you know about him. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, with Tom Cruise, anytime I see him on screen, there's, like, it's not just a performance, right? It's like, oh, what did he do yeah. to, like, get ready for this? Oh, yeah. what, what, what is, and like, to, like you said, what is he tapping into, you know? Which makes him insanely fascinating. Probably the most, one of the most fascinating actors we've had. Ever. Everyone else is kind of one note, or it's very like, oh, this is my craft. Like, I'm a, like, you know, you have the Daniel Day Lewis's that are like, oh, this is my craft. I'm a method actor. You have other people who are like the um, Jennifer Lawrence's, where it's like, oh, whatever, this is just like a fun job. Like, I'm so lucky, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you have him, and it's just like, he's, it's not even a little bit, like, it's neither. It's this, it's, it's so fascinating. It's so crazy. You know? Crazy is really, and not in like a dismissive way, like, oh, that's so crazy. I mean, like, Actually, like I, I just don't know. It's 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 wild and it's fascinating. Um, I think that's a good place to end okay. with Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Um, why don't we take a break and then we'll be back with our obsessions of the episode? And we're back. Okay, so uh, we're gonna go ahead with our obsessions of the episode. Uh, mine is one that I uh, I've been wanting to talk about for a while now, not because I've like had anything to say about it, but um, I've been waiting for this movie. For a long time, and yeah, I, I watched it, and it was so good. Creed 2. Um, did it live up to Creed 1? Huh. What do you mean live up to? You like, love Creed 1. I love Creed 1. Do you love Creed 2? <sighs> yes. Not as much as I love Creed 1. Okay. It was... It didn't let me down. Okay. I'll say that. Okay. It, I, I didn't think it could possibly do everything Creed 1 was going to do. I mean, Creed 1 is like a, it's like a master class yeah. in like filmmaking, yeah. you know? Um, and it has like, it's so good and it brings, it like revives this franchise that had been dead for so long. Okay. Um, so it had all this like burden on it that it like got off its shoulders. Creed 2, all it had to do was just keep it going. Just keep it going, and and it and it, and it definitely keeps it going, and it does a great job. Is there Creed three? You think? Um, you know, I, I it's funny you ask. Like the, a few days ago, I just listened to a podcast he did with Bill Simmons. Yeah, and he Who's was he? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan, and he uh, was like, gotta go download that. <laughs> he was like, I hope we do like forty of these, and I was like, that made me so happy to hear. Yes. Because they were like, oh, compare this to, like, Rocky. He's like, oh, you can't compare it. He's like, Rocky, there's, like, there's so many of them. And he was like, you know, he's like, once we have that many, then, and they're like, oh, you want to make more? He's like, I want to make a lot more. And so 
Creed two is Creed two is great. Creed two is great. I'm excited to see it. My my wife she cried from beginning to end, like like straight through. Why? Is is it, it's emotional. It's emotional the, the entire time. Like, okay. straight... And she's a fan of the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah. Everyone should watch it. You should watch it. It's, I will watch it's, it. It's, it's, it's really good. It's Have really you good. watched Ralph Breaks the Internet? No. Okay. Do you not like Rock, Wreck-It Ralph? I loved Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. But we just we had to choose between right, one or the other, it. so we chose Rocket. Okay. I mean, uh, Creek 2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What's your obsession? Uh, my obsession of the week is, or episode, is a podcast, because, you know, I listen to, like, a thousand of them. Um, there's a new podcast from NPR called Believed, and it's about the um, the U.S. women's gymnastics doctor, Larry Nassar, uh, and his, um, it tells the story of, like, all the survivors, but then it also, like, explores, like what like how he could have gotten away yeah. for with abusing these women for so long and um if i don't really think anyone's not uncom not com not uncomfortable with the subject matter but it it, it does get graphic because part mm-hmm. of it is you know you have like you're like hearing what he was actually doing um and so that like to me has been very like eye-opening but just the amount of people and um you know sometimes like he was abusing these girls while like their parents were in the room he just positioned himself like um like he physically right 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 blocked the parents and so like hearing like the parents talk about the guilt that they feel and like it was like happening right in front of them and they didn't even know like so it's just been so interesting um it it's an investigation from michigan radio and npr and um there's a couple of episodes but like you know sometimes like i'll save podcasts um and like just kind of binge listen things but like i've been listening to it like as they release um one episode a week because like it's just really really good you know i mean obviously at the expense of all of these right 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 um, women, but oh, he's such a little effer. Um, um, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, so I don't think anyone would disagree with that. You sorry know. to end on that note, but it's good. It's really good. Awesome. All right, great. Um, so yeah, feel free to check out. Uh, it's called Believed. Um, probably you'd be able to find that uh, anywhere you find a podcast. Uh, go check out Creed Two. And uh, go back and check out Tom Cruise's filmography. Go back and check out some of his movies from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. I mean, there's good stuff all over the place. You know, beginning, middle, and end. Uh, Remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And until next time, uh, you know, keep keep watching Tom Cruise stuff, I guess. It'll take you a really long time. It'll take you a really long time. You want to say bye? Bye.